Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Rick and his wife, Maureen. Today, Rick and Maureen will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. God called him to do. So there was a, a, a period there of waiting, of being patient. And maybe you find yourself in that situation. All right, Lord, you made me this promise, right? But I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And we notice we don't find Adam complaining, but we find Adam trusting in the Lord, right? And just continue, Lord, if it's going to be a year or five years or 10 years, Lord, you know. Remember the story of Abraham and Sarah? God will require patience from you. He doesn't always work as quickly as you might like, but his timing is perfect and unbiased. Pastor Rick reminds you today that God functions off a different clock than you do. He sees and knows all periods of history, and as such, will only make moves that are perfectly timed. Now here's Pastor Rick and Maureen in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 with the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. season of preparation again we're encouraged to learn to be content not to worry guys because you can't like the bible says you can't add any more hair to your head by worrying take this as an example <laughs> I, I had a lot of hair believe it or not but you see what worrying does or how many of us can make ourselves grow an inch taller by worrying right as a matter of fact you shrink you shrivel when you worry but yet the bible says listen whatever situation you're in God knows. Man, you're waiting for that bride. Hang in there. God knows. Adam was waiting for his bride. It doesn't really say how long, but he went about his father's business, right? He kept working. He kept hoping. He kept trusting for God's promise, and God makes good on his promises, right? So again, we find number one, preparation. Let's look at the second thing, which is patience. As we look at Genesis, again, chapter 2, Verses 18 through 20, we see there was a period there of waiting. Sweetie, would you mind reading those two verses for us? Sure. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So we notice here, thank you, we notice God gave them this promise, right? He said that he was going to create a suitable helper, but in the meantime, Adam just kept doing what God called him to do. So there was a, a period there of waiting, of being patient. And maybe you find yourself in that situation, all right, Lord, you made me this promise, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm waiting and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And we notice we don't find Adam complaining, 
But we find Adam trusting in the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And just continuing, Lord, if it's going to be a year or five years or ten years, Lord, you know. Remember the story of Abraham and Sarah? Boy, they sure got old, right? But didn't God come through for them? In the same way, God is going to come through for you. So again, I know that maybe you're finding yourself struggling in a certain, your certain season in your life. Maybe it's financially, right? You're just treading water and you're wondering, man, when am I going to get out of this situation, right? Maybe you made some bad decisions along the way that have caused you some aches and pains and heartaches, right, guys? Well, in all due time, I can assure you that as you continue to trust the Lord and seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, all things will be added out. He'll, he'll dig you out. I wish we had time to share our story and our testimony, mm-hmm. but boy, did we mess life up, didn't we? Yeah. But God is so good, right? Mm-hmm. All the mistakes that we've made, God somehow covered them and uh, used them for his glory, and now we can share that testimony to be able to encourage others. So maybe you've messed up. Hey, God wants to use those mistakes yeah. so that you will be able to encourage others. Some of you here, man, maybe you messed up and you, 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 landed, you were landed in jail for a while. Maybe you, you lost everything and maybe you're embarrassed about that. But hey, God got you out, right? Now God wants you to use that testimony to help somebody. Maybe you were homeless. Maybe you were on drugs. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were bound by some vices. But God has delivered you, right? Yes. For what reason? So now you can be an encouragement mm-hmm. to someone else because you're going to have an opportunity to minister to someone that I probably wouldn't be because of your background and the things that you went through. So isn't God good? So here we notice that Adam, he was waiting. Lord, I looked at all the animals. They just don't fit. Lord, there's this something missing. Four legs, I got two. This, right? So you can just imagine. And yet God said, I'm going to make a suitable helper for you. And uh, it doesn't really say how long, but he trusted in God's promise. Mm-hmm. So as we consider patience, Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2 verse 6, the hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops, mm-hmm. right? So those of you that have farmed, you know you need to be patient for that, right guys? Mm-hmm. You can't make fruit grow. Anyone here saw the movie A Faith Like a Potato? Anybody here saw that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. What a wonderful movie. If you didn't see it, go to the Christian bookstore and buy it. And it's a great movie about patience, okay? I won't tell you the whole movie, but it has to do with someone planting potatoes. And the whole time when you were looking above ground, you didn't think anything was happening, right? But all the while, those potatoes were growing underground where you couldn't see them. And when the harvest came, right, what a blessing that was. And maybe God is working in your life the same way. You guys know that? Maybe it's like that potato. Right now, it doesn't seem like anything is happening, but in due season... Watch what God is going to do. So as farmers, we just need to plant, right, guys? Mm -hmm. Water, and then trust that after we've done our work, God is going to do the rest, and he's going to make things grow. That's what he wants for us that are here. So point number one, preparation. Point number two, what is it? Patient. Point number three, let's look at purity. So as we look at Genesis chapter 2, I'm going to ask my wife to read verses 23 to 25, please. Mm -hmm. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Mm, What a beautiful picture. So finally, right? Here comes the bride. I wish I could sing. My daughter, Jill, would probably do better than me on that. But you can just see the picture here. He waited. And then God made this beautiful woman just 
what Adam was waiting for. And you can just imagine uh, his eyes, right, when he saw her coming. And what I notice here is uh, the way that this all took place. What, uh, this is bone of my bone, and notice, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. And then verse 25 says, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Well, why weren't they ashamed? Because it was a pure relationship, right? They waited. They tried to do things right. And then when the time came, there, there was no shame. And uh, I say that because maybe some of us, man, maybe we didn't do it the right way. I know we didn't do it that right way. We made some mistakes along the way, right? But God has a way of blessing oftentimes those areas that we always make a mess of. But in this situation, what a beautiful picture it is when, when we wait upon the Lord, when we do things right. Then we don't have to hide. We don't have to be ashamed, right, guys? That's why we encourage individuals when they first meet each other, be, live pure, wait upon the Lord. Today we have this culture that tells us to try it before you buy it, right? <laughs> and you guys know what I'm talking about. Man, well, well, how do you know uh, if you don't try it? Well, if you don't live together, how are you going to know, right, that, that you're compatible uh, for each other? And, and you see, we, we buy into the lies of the world, don't we, sometimes? Mm -hmm. And yet we find how much better it is when we wait upon the Lord, that if somebody's in a rush and they want to uh, make you do things that is not right, that you can put on the brakes and say, no, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to trust God that in his timing, he's going to work this thing out. I have to boast about my kids just a little. I don't want to embarrass my daughter, Jael, uh, but they're such beautiful examples. Uh, they're going to Miami-Dade College. Jael just turned 20. I know we only look like we're 16, right? We started very young. No, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, she just turned 20. Our other daughter is 19. Our son Isaac is going to be 16. And they've taken a, a purity vow where they've chosen, you know what, we don't feel led to date, we don't feel led to fish out there. We want to wait upon the Lord because we want to live pure. And of course, in, in the college where they go to, Miami-Dade College, of course, they look at them like they got four heads, right? It's like, you're what? You're pure. And it's like they don't, they don't understand that concept. But how awesome to see young people and many of you here that are setting the example, that are willing to do things right, that are saying, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to trust the Lord so that when I dive into this relationship or when the Lord brings somebody into my life, it will be a pure and beautiful relationship that I don't have to be hiding or worrying about anything, right? His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. 
We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.